right. I actually had a dream about you singing. Really? Yes. Was I a country star? Well, I don't know, but you were like, you just decided that you were going to be a singer now. <laughs> like you and some other guy were going to go and make a record. <laughs> I just remember that. So was it just like two dudes singing? Yeah. That's weird. But that's what you were doing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just remembered that. Uh, rock and roll. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Brandy. We are full-time husband and wife, part-time RVers. Sharing RV tips, tricks, and our adventures along the way. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Cramming Memories. Baby, it's cold outside. It is cold outside in the southeast. We have this kind of like a week where it's sunny and 68 and then schools close because it's drizzled snow. Yeah, and we use the word snow very, very loosely around There's here. white stuff falling from the sky. Yeah, it's snow. <laughs> a little bit north of us, they had a little bit of, um, I don't, I wouldn't even call it snow. It's flurries, flurries. Wintry weather. Flurries, yes. But um, yeah, it's uh, one week out from Christmas. We're almost there. Yahoo! That's right. So um, anybody who hasn't, it is officially time to put your Christmas tree up. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> if you haven't, um, you're a little behind the eight ball. You might can still get a good deal on one at Lowe's, though. Yeah, so let's get crack-a-lacking and uh, get this Christmas stuff. If you haven't uh, made your Christmas purchases, um, this is really crunch time. There is less time between Thanksgiving and Christmas this year than there normally is. Yeah, it's definitely made everything seem a little bit more so, rushed. Yeah, it's real compressed, so it's like, wow, it just seems like Thanksgiving, and then boom, Christmas is just here. Yes, <laughs> it is. Today, we're going to talk about something that, honestly, a lot of times we're not huge fans of, and it's camping during the winter. Yeah, I'm a little iffy on that. Yeah, we're not cold weather fans. Not we, at all. We like warm weather. Um, somebody asked me one time, like, what's your favorite weather? And I'm like, man, like 74 sunny with a slight breeze. That, that would be perfect, perfect all the time. But unfortunately, um, it's it's a little cool out. And um, for a lot of people, it could just be, you know, family stuff and Christmas, and you just had to put that camper to bed for the rest of the winter. But for, for some of us, um, there can be little pockets of opportunity to take the camper out during the winter months. Sure, yeah. I mean, like every once in a while in the southeast, we'll get a couple weekends where it's not... 30 degrees, we'll have some 50 to 60 degree weather, and so we try to take advantage of that if we can. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about don't be afraid to camp in the winter. There you go. All right, we're going to jump right in. All right, we know, we know, we know, but my camper's winterized. How can I go camping? I've already winterized my camper. Oh, yeah, that's an easy fix, right? But your camper should be winterized. So this this is definitely the time to have it winterized. So let's just back up for just a second. And I do want to update. I have now officially tried every way of winterizing a camper. Good for you. Water system-wise, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. gold star. Yeah, so I've used the freshwater pump to winterize, and that's where you take the hose loose and you uh, turn your your fresh water pump on, mm -hmm. and you have a hose and a bucket of um, RV-safe antifreeze. Is that the last way you did it? No, no, no. No, oh, no, no. Okay. That's, that's the way right here. 
in the kitchen area where oh, our pump okay. is. And you turn it on and you start opening up faucets and the pump just pushes it through. Okay. It's really easy. It's a great way. So the next year, just because I wanted to do it, and, I've, and I know it takes a lot of antifreeze to do it this way. And I know people are, are going to freak out because you're not supposed to put antifreeze in your freshwater tank. I dumped about three gallons of antifreeze in the freshwater tank, mm. turned the pump on, and did it that way. It was really easy. Then I just drained the freshwater tank and flushed it out. It wasn't that big of a deal. No. But this year, um, I had one of those manual pumps. Yes, you were interested. We saw them on sale. You bought one at the camper store mm-hmm. because you wanted to try it. Yes. And the only thing that that does that the other ones don't do is it does go ahead and pump antifreeze through your freshwater inlet. Mm-hmm. So screwed the thing on, dropped it in the bucket. I'm like, I'm like pumping the thing it's and it's pressurizing. I, I even get Brandy down here because I because whenever you do it this way, you kind of have to have two people. One inside, you know, turning faucets on, pump it a few times. I was a good helper. Yeah. And I'm on the phone. I'm like, hey, do you, you know, is the orange coming out? Yes, yes, yes. Pink. Pink. Well, it's pink or orange. It depends on yeah. which, you know, which brand. I'm like, is it? Is it coming out? Yep, yep, yep. Boom, boom, boom. Hose blew off. Antifreeze went all in my face. Yeah, that was not fun. You know, it's it just happens. Anyway, got that fixed. Got her done. Um, so I am going to officially say now, I think the fastest, easiest way to winterize your water system is with your fresh water pump with a hose. There you go. So you either disconnect it and put a hose on it, or you put one of the little T's in it that you can buy. That mm-hmm. that's it's just always there. So that's my vote. I think you just need to not do the other ways, and just do that way, and just let Scott suffer for you, <laughs> and it's done. All right. So your camper is is winterized. Yes. Don't be afraid to go camping, even if your camper is winterized. But I don't want to take a shower with pink stuff coming out. No, but it only takes a minute to unwinterize it. Okay. So let's say that you see a you know a weekend coming up that you could go camping. Um, some things to think about if your camper is already winterized. Your water heater should be bypassed. Right. All right. So don't forget to open those valves um, after you flush your fresh water mm-hmm. system. Right. All right. Let's just keep that at the forefront. So what I typically do is if we're going to camp at a at a full hookup site, I wait until we get there to dewinterize. It's like, why worry about it? I, you know, I tow the camper there, I hook the fresh water up, and I turn water on, and we run water through everything until all the pink stuff's gone. Then we keep going until we don't smell anything, and then I drain my tanks there. Yeah. It's easy, right? That sounds easy. Done deal. Um, if you're not going to a full hookup site, um, I would do it in my driveway. Mm-hmm. And then as you enter the campground, before you go and find your camping spot, I would go by the dump station and I would dump my tanks. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So that way, if you can't dump at your house, you can still, um, you know, flush it. If for some reason you can't get your um, water hose to your, you know, to your camper, um, take a few five-gallon buckets and a funnel and fill your freshwater tank up and use your pump to dewinterize. Mm-kay. Super easy. Yeah, that sounds good. If you're at a full hookup, though, it probably will take you five to ten minutes of just running water, flushing it all out. Then you're good to go. That's awesome. All right. Not a big deal. Go camping if you winterize. And to re-winterize, you're really only talking about 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, and that is something that you definitely do need to consider if you're camping during the winter and you winterize and then you clean out your tanks. 
make sure you go ahead and winterize them again because it's still going to be cold. Yeah, whenever you bring it back home, don't just assume because you have one um, warm weekend that, yeah. that that winter's over. January and February are still coming. Sure. All right. So I will openly admit we typically would probably not go camping if it's going to be super duper duper cold. No, that's not our jam. So what we are definitely talking about is whenever you get that little warm bump, that kind of warm weekend or warm week mm-hmm. that you can afford to just go and have a good time. Yeah, right? yes, for sure. Like, hey, it's going to be in the 50s yeah. and sunny. Yeah, we would definitely do that during the winter. Now, there are some people who really enjoy winter camping. And y'all are so cute. Yeah, and they have a Four Seasons camper, but it's so cold for so long, like they can't even leave their water hose hooked up. Right, yeah. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that, but this is for those kind of weekend quick trips. So some of the things that um, we do whenever it is a little cooler outside, we definitely supplement our furnace with space heaters. Yeah, we absolutely do. And it keeps the camper super toasty warm. Mm-hmm. And a camper furnace is really nice. And it, 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 man, it warms the camper up in about two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, not long at all. But it, it is like being in a blasting furnace. It, it is. It can be aggressive. <laughs> it's very aggressive. Um, it really does dry you out. So what we find is we leave our uh, furnace on a lower temperature, mm-hmm. which helps keep the um, underbelly warmer. Um, it helps keep it up at temperature. But we use these space heaters to keep the temperature a little more constant and to keep the furnace off as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And that also saves propane. Right. And especially if you're at a hookup site where you have electricity, then you use their electricity and not your propane. Totally. So that is definitely something that that we do. But be very safe with these space heaters. Um, they can get knocked over. They can get yep. things on fire. Um, try to have the ones that have the um, tip over sensors on you mm-hmm. know on them. Um, if your if your puppy dogs or your or your kids knock them over and you don't know about it, they'll yeah. just you know automatically shut off. And also be mindful that um, if you have more than one or two going um if they're on medium or high they will trip a breaker absolutely we know from experience yeah yeah. (laughs) so um if you're going to have one on in your main space one in the bedroom and one in the bathroom you're probably gonna have to pick yeah it's too much yeah so they will trip your breaker just be mindful of that one other question i've seen people ask is well what if it's going to drop below freezing while we're camping yeah and we've actually had that happen before as well yeah so the the kind of deciding factor is how long is it going to be below freezing? Mm-hmm. If it's going to dip down to below freezing for maybe an hour, I don't think you have to do anything special. Yeah. I think you're good. Yeah. But we have been camping where it dipped down below freezing for several hours. And I got up in the middle of the night. I'm like, hey, I'm going to use the bathroom. I'm wondering if the water, and I use the bathroom, and I like push the toilet valve down, yep. and water's kind of spitting out. Then it finally spits out good. I'm like, oh my gosh, the the like line was frozen. Yes, it was. So I ran some, you know, water to keep it going because the, the sun was close to coming up. So um, some people say like in your house, leave a faucet dripping. That's going to be hard to do because you may have to dump. Right. You, you have to your fill up your tank tanks. Up. Yeah, yeah. No. So if it's going to dip below freezing more than an hour or so before you go to bed, I would take your freshwater hose loose, take it loose from your camper and drain it and just leave it disconnected for the night. Mm-hmm. If you have any fresh water in your fresh water tank, because you're running your furnace, hopefully that's keeping the underbelly at least 
right above freezing. Right. You could use that if you have to use the bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely something that you have to be mindful of, but only really worry about it if it's going to dip way below freezing for several hours. If it's going to dip below freezing for several days, talk to somebody other than me. <laughs> Because <laughs> our camper will be in our driveway. <laughs> yeah, my camper will be locked up and nobody in it. But there are some people that actually do that. And um, they even go as far as um, they keep gallons of water mm-hmm. in the living area so they can flush the toilet because they can't have any water hooked Good up to for it. Them. Right? Yeah, it's just not where I'm going <laughs> to jam at. The only other thing to be worried about if it does drop below freezing for several hours is your dump valves. So ours are not up in our belly. They're actually hanging down. Yeah. So a dump valve could freeze if it's several hours or probably numerous hours because that's that's a lot of water right. sitting, you know, sitting behind it. Um, if you're really going to be in that situation and you're really, really worried about it and if you're at a full hookup site, drain your tanks. Mm-hmm. Drain your tanks before you go to bed. Shut them if you have a gallon of antifreeze. Pour it down your black tank, a little down your gray that antifreeze will, will sit up against that valve. And as long as you don't pump a lot of water in it, I think yeah, you'll be really good. That's really good. Yes, smart yeah. idea. All right, moving on to things you can do whenever it's cold. Um, we've never been skiing. I, I just have to throw that out there. Oh, no. Never been skiing. I don't know if I'd enjoy it because it's just cold. It's cold. We don't like that. But, Did y'all get that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the things that you, that you can do is whenever the sun does come up and it's a little warmer, you can go for a nice hike. Yeah, that brisk walk in the morning is really nice. It is. And try to plan those times where you're going to be away from your camper or if you're going to have to bundle up um, during those daylight hours whenever mm-hmm. it is warmer out. Um, the other thing is check and see if there's something of interest around the town that you're staying. Oh, for sure. And even if it's something local, see if there's something new that you've never explored before. Definitely. Because there, there's always something that you've never been able to go see yep. or either or either do. Um, during, during the day though, this is kind of an opportunity. Typically we like to cook outside cause it keeps the heat and it keeps the smell outside. Mm-hmm. But if it's already hard to keep your camper warm, go ahead and crank that crock pot up. Brandy does a lot of soups during the winter. Yeah, that's absolutely our, one of our favorite things to do. And when we are camping and it is cold, we will always have some kind of soup, um, at the ready. So it'll go in in the morning, we turn it on low and it will cook all day. Yep. And one thing that does seem a little counterintuitive is um, you just being in your camper and breathing outputs a ton of moisture that has mm-hmm. to get out of here or your your, your um, windows sweat, the wall sweat. Right. And if you cook in here, especially boiling or crock pot, it creates a lot of moisture. Right. Yeah. And we've actually seen condensation build up around light fixtures, around Mm -hmm. vents, and for sure the windows. Yeah, so one of the best things to do for like short-term campers, Mm -hmm. like us, whenever we go for just a few days or like a weekend, um, is crack your bathroom vent and Mm -hmm. leave your fan on low. I know that sounds so weird. It it sounds counterintuitive, but you have to get that air out of here. Yeah. Uh, Some people even crack a window slightly just to draw a little cooler in and bring in. Right. And we have done that on occasion when the condensation has gotten too much in -hmm. in the camper. But for the most part, just doing that window and turning on that vent fan has really been the most helpful thing. Yeah. Now, if you're staying in a camper long term or live in your camper, that's when... Um, those people, because I've, I've never stayed in this one longer than seven or eight days Mm -hmm. straight. 
um, you're probably going to have to get a dehumidifier. Dehumidifier, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, I mean, these are really tight boxes. You mm-hmm. So as you breathe, as you cook, as you do things, yeah. a lot of moisture builds up. So that's probably going to be the answer if you stay in it long term. All right. And the last thing of something I think you need to plan if you're going to do this winter camping trip is get plenty of firewood. Oh, for sure. Because it's our favorite thing to sit around a campfire. Yes. And the the only way to stay warm around a campfire when it's at freezing or a little bit below or right at is just to keep that fire at full tilt. Right. Because that makes it so hot and it is so enjoyable. And you just have to feed it wood constantly. Right. So. Um, find you a good firewood store. Sometimes the campgrounds sell it, mm-hmm. which is awesome, but they usually sell small bundles of it. It's probably, it's usually five, $5. And that can get pricey. That can get pricey. Um, sometimes you can reach out on, uh, some of the, uh, Facebook sites for certain campgrounds or state parks. Um, there are people that, that will deliver wood usually and it, and it mm-hmm. is local wood. So you're not bringing your own termites and your right. own bugs with Always you. Always be sure to check your campground regulations. Yeah. But, um, if you can get a good, a good thing of wood and keep that thing burning, man, you can stay out there for hours when it's really cold. Yeah. And we have done that as well too. And, and we have really enjoyed that. Yeah. Campfires are definitely one of our favorites. All right, thank you guys for joining us for episode 27. Uh, We're going to call this one Don't Be Afraid to Camp in the Winter. There you go. Although I'm a little afraid of it. Just a bit. But anyway, hopefully those are a few tips that will help you, and we are encouraging you to start cramming memories. Into everyday life. 